Hi, this is Magnus Carlson, and you are listening to Sonic Perspectives. Rodrigo here once again bringing you all the latest updates about the music world. Today I have the pleasure of discussing the new album of Magnus Carlson's Freefall, the third in their career with the man himself. Magnus, thank you for joining us. Thanks. Hello. How are you? Good, good. Uh, so the new album, We Are The Night, is set for releasing mid-June and it's your third under the Freefall name. Give us an overview of the writing and recording process. Yeah, uh... I wasn't planning to do a third one, but uh, uh, Tony Martin, he was singing on the last one, Kingdom of Rock, and I re really wanted to do something more with him because I'm a big fan. And so I, I started to ask him and I decided if he says yes, then I will do a third Freefall album. And he said yes. So then I... <laughs> then I Then uh, when I had him, I asked Nora because I thought a lot of, about doing something with her. I really admire her voice. And then I continued to, um, you know, <clears throat> ask the different uh, singers that I admire, really great ones. And uh, when I know that they wanted to do it, then I start to um, write songs. But because I always try to write the songs when I know who's going to sing it. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, so that, that's how I work. I work again with Anders Schellefors on drums. He's a great drummer living close to me. And uh, he played also on the Alan Olsen and uh, the last Starbreaker album. So we worked a lot lately and uh, have a good uh, teamwork. And uh, also I asked Jacob Hansen again from Denmark to mix it because he's really, really good. And he also mixes Primal Fear. Uh, so we, we worked a lot together. And like you said, there's a number of different singers on the album. Ronnie Romero, Dino Jelosic, and Tony Martin that you mentioned. What was the process mm. behind choosing uh, each one of them to be part of the album? On the first one, it was more like I, I want to have all the singers that I ever worked with and maybe some new ones. But now on the, this one, I'm just choosing singers that I love and I really, really like. Ronnie, I worked with before in Ferryman, and Mike, we worked on a couple of al albums before, and he sang on the first Freefall. They are just great singers. The, the new, or new for me at least, is Renan Santa from Brazil. Yeah. And uh, I heard a video with his band Electric Mob, and uh, I, I, that's a completely different style. It's not really my songwriting style. But I, when I heard his voice, I said, wow, it would be so cool to do something with this guy. He has this more soul bluesy thing going on. And that can be a really cool mix with the metal I write. And uh, mm -hmm. I asked him and he was really happy and he did a fantastic job. It was a great choice, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm proud that you chose him because I'm Brazilian, too. And uh, I, I heard his band Electric Mob a, a long time ago. So I knew okay. this guy is ready for stardom. You know, he's, he's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I, as I understand it, he's quite known in Brazil because he was in this, this uh, voice, voice contest. And, yeah. 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 <laughs> But in, in the European metal world, maybe so, not so much. Yeah, yeah. But I think people would talk about him now because he's outstanding. 
Oh, yeah, absolutely, for sure. And I love the first track, uh, Hold Your Fire, which is such a great way to start an album. And, of course, this one has the amazing Dino Jalousic on vocals, right? Tell us about that yeah. track. Yeah, yeah that, that's really written as an intro track uh, with the long intro and the orchestra arrangement. And, uh, yeah, I, I listen a lot to Dino, and I also saw his um, uh, he, he sings covers on, on YouTube on and uh, I heard some really, I don't remember what song it is, but he's seeing some really high notes, but he still has the whole, a lot of power in it. So now I wrote it really high and he said, wow, this is high, but he, he did an awesome job. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's not a problem for him. So yeah, oh, yeah. I'm really happy I asked him. And on the mellower side, we have Queen of Fire, where we have another rising star, Nora Luhimo from Battle Beast. What was it like uh, working with her? Yeah, I I think she's been known for a while here with her band Battle Beast, and I followed her, and I always think that she sounds like a young, angry Anne Wilson from Heart. Yeah, but, uh, very much and so, the, yeah. yeah, and I love it. I, I'm a big fan of that kind. And, but she can sound really, really angry if she wants to. Yeah, I put a lot of thought of when I wrote that song to make it really, really suit her, and she did an awesome job. Yeah. And she actually came over, was right before uh, the virus, so it's we still could travel. And she came over and we did um, the video for it too. Yeah, and uh, you touched on that a little bit before, but did you write the songs to fit everybody's voices or did they join after the songs were written? No, I, I write them to fit their voices, not always, but almost. I try to do it because I think it's hard to write a song when you don't know who's going to sing it. Yeah, uh, It's much easier and I get inspiration from it then we have tony martin he's special because he he prefers to get a, just a track from me and then he wants to write his own lyrics and, and melodies and so he, he's the only one that i co-wrote with mm -hmm. on the album and he, because he says when, when you hire me you don't hire just a singer you hire uh, the whole thing with my melodies and my style and for for me that's a, totally okay because i'm a big fan of his style so yeah i, I mean i know he sang on the previous album kingdom of rock uh, how did you get involved with him in the first place yeah, I was just uh, asking him over and over again <laughs> till he said yes. I, I asked him on the first Freefall album and then he said, yeah, it's a great song, but it's not my style, really. Mm. I, I have a certain style. And then uh, I tried again on Kingdom of Rock and then he liked the track and he said, yeah, let's change the lyrics a bit and then we I can do it. Oh, and right. it came out great. And, and then, yeah, now we have contact. So he, I, I, I send him some tracks and that mm. I think would suit. And he, he, yeah, he liked it, worked out. Nice. And on this new album, he, he sings on Temples and Towers, uh, which has a Malmsteen vibe. It's almost like a clash between Malmsteen and Black Sabbath, don't you think? Yeah, a bit rainbow Malmsteen thing. Uh, yeah, it's, it's quite fast and a lot of... Arpeggios and yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, with a, a lot of organ in it. Uh, maybe that's the... I think it's a bit uh, rainbow uh, feeling over it and the English thing, yeah. The, but but old school in a way. The, for me, that song so, sounds all, almost like a '70s song, but the production is more up-to-date metal. <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, on one by one, you have the impressive Ronnie Romero, who wastes no time in showing us why he's one of the greatest singers of this new generation. I think that's probably the catchiest song on the whole album. Would you agree? Yeah, I'm not sure. Maybe. <laughs> I haven't thought about it. Um, yeah. I don't think I, I, on my song as catchy in that, but <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, he, he's so great. I've 
I think he's the fastest guy I ever worked with. I, I, on um, Ferryman, he just sing a couple of songs. It takes just an hour. I, I don't think he have to sing anything two times. He just sing it one time and that's it. Wow. So, uh, yeah, Impressive. I'm, I'm very jealous. Yeah, he's very easy and he he never say anything. It's funny when we do the Ferryman albums, he, we never talk about the songs. He's just, he, he like my style and he, he listening a lot to Alan Land and Last Tribe. So he was glad to do something with me. And uh, I sent him a bunch of songs and then I just get him with his vocals. No words. He doesn't say <laughs> So it's very, very easy to work with. I get the impression that he not only can sing, but he also studies other other singer styles as well. That's why he adapts so well. That's my impression. Anyway. Uh, ah, yeah. yeah, maybe. maybe. Yeah, imagine when he sings with Rainbow. I saw them at Sweden Rock and all the Rainbow singers, he has to sing oh, songs yeah. from all that. And he's, it's like he's nothing. I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. They, they did it in uh, 35,000 people. And five minutes after the show, I met him backstage and he was like laundry day or something. It was, <laughs> was like nothing. <laughs> I would be exhausting. Less, like <laughs> Just the tension but, of it all, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. He, it's like a picnic for him. It looks uh, <laughs> nice. like that anyway. Yeah. Well, you also sing on a couple of tracks. Uh, is it because you wanted to express yourself on those tracks or did the material not suit any, anyone else, any other singers involved? Or No, it's because it's my project and the original thought was that I was going to sing and have a couple of guests. But okay. now it has become something, it's a mix of great singers. So now it's starting to get almost embarrassing when I have sing after Renan <laughs> that's not but yeah. I, I guess okay. I said it to yeah thanks I, I, I guess I, I, um, I said it to a lot of people that the thing that maybe saves me a bit is that I have a different voice if if I would sing like Renan but not that good it would mm. be not cool but now I have a completely different voice so it's hard to compare right and uh, yeah. I think I think it works oh, it but, but work. it's always yeah. hard to hear your own voice yeah I bet. Well, in, in those interviews that I do, oh my God, I, I get embarrassed all the time just listening to myself. But anyway. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's worse when you talk. It's wor worse than singing to oh, hear yeah. you, yeah. your own voice. Yeah. And one of my favorite songs is actually an instrumental theme called On My Way Back to Earth. Uh, mm -hmm. I hear a lot of Steve Morse influence on that song. Am I right in saying that? You are totally correct. I even played it on his signature guitar, oh, the Steve okay. Morse. <laughs> the blue one? I, I'm a, yeah. yeah, the blue one, yeah. Huh. Uh, I bought it, uh, was it a year ago? I always wanted ones and since I was 15 years old and finally I, I, I bought one. And uh, now I use it for everything, uh, almost. Okay. And uh, yeah, I'm a big Steve Morse fan. I'm, the, the three big ones for me are Steve I, Steve Morse and Alan Holdsworth that was more jazz fusion guitar player. Mm -hmm. But Steve Morse, I think, that's that's the one that I still try to nail his style and playing because he has this great sound and attack and it's so clear and he, he wasn't ever really a metal player but uh, the, the solo sound is amazing yeah indeed and in terms of production there's definitely an identity and a common thread between all the songs although they're quite varied and have different singers and all that but what kind of care do you take for that sort of unity to come across. Yeah, I think that's uh, it's a reflection of my what I like. So I, I don't think so much about it. It's not that I've oh I have to keep a 
the same style here. That, that's natural, but because I, I like I like a certain sound, I like a certain kind of melodies, and you can hear it in a lot of music I do. I fall back on some mm. solutions and chords that I really like. And um, the only thing, if you, I should compare this one to the other ones, the other Freefall albums, this is a bit more progressive, I think. But mm-hmm. a, a bit more like my old band, Last Tribe. Yeah, I have to agree. And I've seen some criticism about uh, albums being recorded with the musicians not necessarily being in the same room or even, even never meeting each other. How would you respond mm. to criticism like that? Yeah, I, I don't know why the criticism, because uh, the result is good. It doesn't matter how you did it, I think. Yeah. But for me, personally, I talked a lot about it and... Uh, I I really prefer it because I've been in a studio with the the clock is ticking and it's expensive and everybody's there and you're stressed and you can spend a day just to find your guitar sound and yeah in the end it wasn't really good anyway but in my home studio I have everything set up like I want to want to do and sometimes I write on my own and then it's okay and when I write with Primal Fear we have, I have Matt on Skype and we are very used to it mm-hmm. and the same way when I work with Tony Harnell and I, we send files so for me this is much better I'm not missing the time when I was in a loud, loud rehearsal room and then you get tired very fast now I can sit for eight hours if I want to and I can go up in the middle of the night if I have a great idea and mm-hmm. record it and so I think it's super. That's an interesting take. And uh, aside from We Are The Night, you're also involved in the Alan Ozone project, which came out this year. And uh, you also write for a number of artists, like you said. When you write new songs, how do you Mm. choose where to use them or which project or which album to use them? Because I write them when we decided the project. So I don't have a a lot of leftovers or songs that I just write for nothing. Mm. Uh, I I don't have any songs, actually, because I use them all. So if I decided for to write for uh, Alan Olson. I, I I can hear the voices in my head and I write for them. That's also good to keep the different vibes. I, it would get boring for me to just write songs and don't know what to use them for. If I write for Primal Fear, I know this is a certain style and I go for it and mm-hmm. maybe not so more, much keyboard and more power metal thing. And when I write with Starbreaker, it's a lot more soft you know that's why i can that's why i can write a lot if every project would be exactly the same it would be hard to do this much <laughs> and give us an update on the ferryman uh, you had two great releases in 2017 and 2019 is there an intention to continue recording and possibly tour together again yeah we we have talked about the touring thing now now, mm. now it doesn't work for anyone but actually we had a great requests from festivals and stuff but it didn't work out with the schedules ronnie is working a lot with different bands too and tirana is very very busy but everybody wants to do it and um i think it's not 100 percent decided but i think there is a plan we're gonna do a third uh, ferryman okay right and uh you were of course behind all the alan lund albums do you see anything happening anytime soon I was on the first free one. Then, then Timo Tolki did the, the one too. Okay. And, uh, and uh, then I got a request from Frontiers to write another one. But 
I don't know what's happened, but I think that Jorn don't want to do it anymore. So that's the, but, but I haven't talked to him about it. So you have to ask him. Okay, right. And going back to, to Freefall, is your intention to bring this project to a live setting in some capacity in the future, maybe like with one single or in a core lineup, or is it designed just to be studio efforts? Yeah, as it is now, it's just a studio thing. But maybe we, we talked about it. Uh, Frontiers had a, their own festival. And then we talked about it to do something with me and all the singers I worked mm -hmm. with. Uh, um, but now they stopped doing the festival. And uh, But I was really into it. So maybe if I got a, got a new great offer, I wouldn't say no. But I, I think it would be hard to tour with it. But a couple of festivals would be great. Yeah, maybe in Europe, like a short run type of thing in only a few yeah. countries, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll keep my fingers crossed, man, because the album is amazing. I hope you get to do it in a, in a live setting sometime in the future. Yeah, that would right. be cool. Yeah. Well, it was a pleasure, Magnus. I hope the new album, We Are The Night, gets the attention it deserves because it's, it's a great release. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks, man. Take care. Great talking to you. Likewise. Bye -bye. Cheers. Bye. Okay, everyone, thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed this chat with Magnus Carlson. Don't forget that it's all of, also available on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. If you can, please follow us on Facebook and Twitter, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. We're going to finish now with the song Hold Your Fire from the new album of Magnus Carlson's Freefall, We Are The Night. Take care, stay safe, and see you next time. <laughs>